Today is Monday, September the 19th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. An appeals court judge out of New York has put a pause on the trial that has been issued against Donald Trump by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. A five-judge panel will now issue a decision on the appeal that is coming from the lawyers for Trump. Those lawyers are asking for the judge that's presiding over the case to be reprimanded for overstepping his authority. The appeal from Trump's lawyers stemmed from an order that came to that judge from the appellate court requiring him to determine which real estate deals fall within the scope of this whole trial or are too old and beyond the statute of limitations to be included. Judge David Friedman is the appellate judge who made the decision to pause this trial as of a few days ago. A former senator for the state of New Hampshire is sounding the alarm on the northeast border to Canada. Kelly Iode is now running to be governor of New Hampshire, and she says the number of illegal border crossings between Canada and the U.S. cannot be ignored any longer. Iode says farmers in that area are finding drug drops on their property as well as illegal immigrants moving through their land. Iote says there have been more arrests of illegals in the past 11 months than the entirety of the past 10 years. And she says those being arrested for illegally crossing are not Canadians, but from 76 different countries. Iote says that the current governor of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, has asked the Biden administration for help in securing this part of the border, but have been told flatly no. The state of New Hampshire has also seen a skyrocketing of numbers when it comes to fentanyl overdoses due to the drugs that are being brought in with these illegal immigrants. Down in the state of Texas, the impeachment process against the state attorney general Ken Paxton is now over with his full acquittal coming from the Texas Senate, and he is now officially reinstated to the office as AG. The 16 articles of impeachment did not get the necessary 21 votes to to convict Paxton. In fact, only two Republicans went along with the Democrats in voting for a conviction. Following this acquittal, Paxton released a statement saying that the truth prevailed and was not buried by mudslinging politicians or their powerful benefactors. United Auto Workers are on strike against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. 13,000 UAW members are protesting the contract negotiations that are underway since the terms do not protect their wages or jobs, especially when it comes to their industry potentially being sent overseas. Donald Trump is agreeing with the UAW, saying that the green energy agenda from the Biden administration will definitely outsource those jobs to China. Trump says that Joe Biden ultimately wants the entire EV supply chain to be in the communist Chinese control. And Trump told UAW workers that their union leadership is also selling them down the river. So far, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley and Ohio Senator J.D. Vance are the only two senators vocally supporting the auto workers in this situation. A man running for mayor in Bridgeport, Connecticut, is calling out election fraud after video of ballot harvesting was released by his campaign. The mayoral campaign for John Gomes has been monitoring the Dropbox videos, and they found footage of a woman dropping off stacks of ballots into one of the Dropboxes at the Bridgeport Government Center. The Gomes campaign has identified that woman as one of the town clerks, as well as a vocal supporter of the incumbent mayor, Joe Gannum, who was recently up for re-election. Gomes claims 
that the absentee ballots were intended for the recent September 12th primary that just occurred, and he called it election tampering as well as city hall corruption. Gomes lost to the incumbent mayor in that recent primary by only 251 votes. Gomes dominated the vote tally when it comes to the voting machines. However, Ganim pulled ahead when it comes to the absentee vote tally. Connecticut law requires that an individual drop off their own absentee ballot or go through a procedure in which they relinquish that to a family member or a designated agent. These national story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Well, the story coming out of Connecticut regarding a simple mayoral primary race and that winner being determined by absentee ballots with shady origins is a very, very stark reminder of how any election fraud must be pursued on the ground at a local level, both for primaries and for general elections. Once cheating occurs at a local level, it can only expand from there to a county and state and then ultimately national level. Once it's successful in its desired results at a local level, then it's going to become systematized over time in that area and then expand from there. That's because the election process and the election officials who know about it and have never taken any steps to stop it have not been held accountable. In the Connecticut case that we just heard about, which was reported on by the Gateway Pundit, the discrepancies occurred within a primary within the Democrat Party, and it was all done apparently to keep an incumbent in place where the challenger had gained enough ground and was offering some competition. So wherever there's a growing desire for political change within a group of people, that is also the potential for current power that be to continue to engage in some sort of shady election tactics in order to keep the current powers in place. It's so vital that any candidate who's running for an office, no matter how small the office might be, how insignificant it may be in comparison to larger campaigns like senator or president, that candidate must still be informed and aware of what to look for by way of election fraud, what laws are in place that are presumably there to stop that from happening, as well as the best process for legally challenging those discrepancies. There are state groups that have been created or ramped up significantly ever since the 2020 election with the goal of informing the public about the ways in which their votes are being canceled or hijacked, such as the group Voter GA that, that's run by Garland Favorito or over in Alabama, Voters for Election Integrity that has just been formed by Angela Shepard, or on a national level, True the Vote, which has been operating for some years now in a variety of states, but more recently in the swing states following the 2020 presidential election. That election has raised serious alarms on a variety of levels when it comes to election integrity. On the opening website, there are a variety of terms related to elections in general that can be used to find out more information and to find out more documents that have come to light and put in the public domain. These search terms would be words like absentee ballots, drop boxes, mail-in ballots, voter rolls, consent decrees, as well as the names of swing states and their secretary of states. 
These documents will start the process of getting people informed, aware, and hopefully active when it comes to the election process in their local area. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. update.